back to the Shara Inc. podcast. Hi, how are you? My name is Anyambura. You can call me Annie or you can call me Anne. Welcome to our channel. Welcome to our home. It's lovely to meet every single one of you. If it's your first time here, this is episode two. And it's lovely to have you. It's lovely to have your company. Welcome to our home. You are more than welcome to our home. On today's episode of the Chora Inc. podcast, I am introducing a segment here that is called Leveraging the Exes. Today on Leveraging the Exes, I will be giving you some tips and tricks. I mean, I am here, guys. I am here for you guys. I am here for me. I am learning as I go. So we're trying to figure this whole situation out, you know. How come? What's going on with us? What's happening? We need to figure it out and we are going to figure it out. Trust me. So, as we're here, let me welcome our people. Hi, YouTube. For those of you who don't know, we have a channel on YouTube. So, everybody who's watching me on YouTube, hello, everybody. Everybody who's listening to us on Spotify, hello, you wonderful, beautiful people. Thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome to episode two. It's lovely to be here. It's lovely to be in your presence. It's lovely to be hosting you guys once again. I am hoping as the episodes continue that I'll be able to get some of this co-host slash visitors that have been trying to get on this channel. We're just trying to align the schedule with a few people. But sooner than later, I will not be alone on this. What somebody... I don't remember who it was. I think it was <laughs> it was somebody. They're going to know if they listen to this. Somebody looked at my chair that I'm sitting on right now and asked me why I have a therapist chair in my study room. So one of these days we have somebody sitting on this therapist chair in my study room. It's lovely. <laughs> It's lovely being here again. I just cannot contain the excitement that I have. Thank you so much, guys, for the wonderful responses that you guys left me, either in messages or the comments last week in our video. Everybody, thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in. You know, I had told myself that even if just two people or just me or just I tune in, it will be okay. But you guys showed me so much love and I am so excited to have the encouragement and the push from you guys to continue on doing something that I love and treasure, which is making a podcast and talking. If you know me, you know I love talking, okay, during the right time at specific times, most of the time. I'd like to start us off with the verse of the week which is from Psalms 40 verse 1 to 2 and it says, I waited for the Lord patiently and he inclined unto me and he heard my cry. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit of the mercury clay and set my feet upon a rock and established my Goings. This verse is one of the most lovely verses that I have read in my 
few years of the knowledge of the Bible. And the reason why this verse gives me great strength is because it talks about times of iniquities, times when situations are just upon us, when the world has just taken its turn on us. And this week is a very special week for me because I honestly have been in a situation in the past couple months where I felt like, you know, when you are surrounded by darkness, when, what do I keep calling it a situation? Let's just call it what it is. I was in a position... You see what you see what happens when people hear is that they're like, yeah, whatever that situation, ah, whatever that position. But I was in a position where my heart was broken, and I quite honestly cannot say how how much darkness it is. You know, people used to tell me the first heartbreak is the worst. The first heartbreak is heartbreaking and i'm like yeah 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 i have experienced heartbreaks what are you talking about this is on a regular day me yeah, me <laughs> i find myself i find myself in a heartbreak sad 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 break break me this hard for what hey <laughs> let me tell you guys what happened sadness came Tears came. Oh, not eating came. Wow, I was not. Imagine looking at food being like, I'm sad, I'm not going to eat. That, that was me. And you will not, I would not have been caught. But <laughs> imagine, imagine that was me. Wow, times were tough, times were tough. But who is God? Huh? Who is God? Look at us now. Look at us. Hmm? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Yeah? But I'm telling you guys that when you... The, uh, well, I was saying that the past week is the first week that I have seen... I have been in a place where I am happy, content, in peace, just loving life. And then I look around me and I am seeing people just going through it. And I thought back to myself, I'm like, were people seeing how I was going through it in the past couple months? Because I'm seeing, I'm hearing people go through it. And I, I'm thinking to myself, wow. I'm in a position where I can actually now start helping people, supporting people, strengthening people, encouraging people. So this Bible verse of waiting on the Lord, let me tell you, they had nights where I have prayed where i have sat down and just me and god i'm there deliberating it's like caught back and forth back and forth i'm like show me if it is if it is not i will do and you know <laughs> this is one of those things where people make fun of uh other people when they are not in the situation they're like when you're in a situation you're like god if you show me if you do this for me i will do this and you're here making promises with god but let me just tell you something i sat patiently i prayed i deliberated with god i made choices that have led me to be stronger and where i am where i can stand where i can stand and actually support other people who are going through tough situation and say wow yeah i have felt what you're feeling and wow yeah, 
I I know the darkness you're going through and wow I feel for you I'm in a position where I can do that now and you never know what God is putting in your life so that you can actually be a support system for somebody else but when he once he puts you but once he puts you on that rock once he establishes ground for you to step forward it is peace like no other love like no other it's just lovely a place of comfort you don't even look back and think of anything else apart from wow I feel so happy and exhilarated to be in this position now and I am going to love every single moment of it and let God work through me. That is what I'm doing. And I cannot, I cannot complain. And I know, you know, I used to be one of those people and I think low-key I'm still one of those people who, you know, you think to yourself, you're like, wow, and now I'm so happy. What's coming up that's going to upset me now? What What is the world planning for me? What is this that's making peace? What is the calm before the storm where I don't see smoke, so there can't be a fire, but when is the smoke going to come up? But I want to encourage each and every single one of you and let you know, that in that moment where there is peace, where there is quiet, enjoy every single moment of it. Enjoy every single moment of peace and quiet and love and joy. Because even the Bible says that I have, I am the Prince of Peace. He's not the Prince of Violence. Which God are you worshiping? <laughs> God did not choose violence. He did not, and he does not choose violence. He chooses peace. He finds ways for us to become. And before I continue preaching, this is just words of encouragement to you guys. Leading us to the topic of the day on our segment of Reveraging the Exes. And... By exes, I mean ex-friends, ex-boyfriends, ex-girlfriends, ex-husbands, ex-wives, ex-whatever it is. And I mean ex, you know, people always, oh my God, my ex, oh my God, my ex, my ex this, my ex that. Ex, for me personally, I define it as past experience. Ex, something was that I have experienced somebody that I have had experiences with exes, things that are left in the past, things that have passed. Those are my exes. So when I say exes, don't be coming here thinking, oh yeah, but I'm with her exes. Wow, a billion. Wow. No, I mean, <laughs> including experiences. Uh, as for my exes, on the other hand, mind your business, yeah? <laughs> mind your business. Uh, respectively of course <laughs> and if you know you know thank you <laughs> with that said on today's episode i'd like to talk about things that we experience and why we experience them but the more i think about it i think i'll give you guys something that i learned this week to concentrate on the relationship access is because of the first episode, which was mostly about 
relationships and getting to know ourselves and loving ourselves and loving where we are and finding peace without violence. And the reason why I keep saying violence is because there's inner thoughts, you know, there's things in our minds that cause us to do irrational things like, what? This person really did that? I'm going to insult. No bueno. So I went on to a research rampage and I landed on, on this topic of attachment styles. And I'll just like to ask you guys a few questions and then tell me if you're in a relationship or have been in a relationship before whether these are some questions you have asked yourself. Question number one is, how do you feel when your partner does not respond to your text right away? Is it easy for you to express your feelings to your friends or loved ones? Or do you struggle? And uh, that question, and the third question, do you stay in touch with your exes? Mm -hmm. Or do you worry your current partner will leave you? I don't really want to answer all those questions. Those are, that's a lot of discussion. So I'm going to keep it pretty simple in my answering these questions. For me, how do I feel when my partner does not respond to my text right away? Honestly, I track patterns. So if you're the type of person to text me back quickly, whatever have you, I'll look for your text message. And if I know where you are, if I know what you're doing, I don't want to track you. I am not your mother. I am not your father. I am not your parents. Uh, so honestly, sincerely, I don't want to track you. So just let me know. Hey, babe, I'm going wherever with my friends. Cool, chill. Eh? Cool where you're going. Yeah, my friend, let me enjoy my alone time. I don't mind that. If you tell me, hey, babe, I'm in church. I just, I don't want to know you are exact where about like to the T. But just keep me informed. Keep me in the room. Then when it comes to text and you're not texting me and I don't know where you are, then I'll get worried. Those are the times that I feel something about not being responded back. Then there's this thing of marking down or coming down from the patterns. This is how you track with that. Well, personally, not you. Personally, this is one of the signs for me that tell me that a relationship is either changing, taking a dynamic change in a positive to a positive side or to a negative side. If you are the type of couple where we text often, we talk to each other often, and then it turns out you don't text often, we don't talk often, then I'm starting to bring to uh, twitch my eye like, uh, am I? <laughs> What is it that I'm not? I am missing. I am I missing something? Cause, uh, if you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. So that, so that's my answer for that one. I track. I, I am very observant, so I track patterns. And texting is important to me to keep me updated, but. Not like every single second we're on the phone texting. That's not what I mean. If we're talking, we're communicating, fine. That's what I'm saying. Two, is it easy for you to express your feelings to your friends or loved ones or do you struggle? I used to struggle. And to some extent, I can say I'm about 50% there. I'm the type of person where I'm like, 
you know have you seen that video where it's like oh i don't need a therapist i got my bestie and the person is like uh yeah you need your you and your bestie need a therapist <laughs> that person because 50 percent of the time i'm thinking i do not need uh, to tell people how i'm feeling um i'll just resolve it i am a problem solver so before i approach you with a problem or how i'm feeling or what's going on i have already probably thought of a solution or an answer or i have two answers and the reason why i am coming to you with a problem is because i would admit i am not the type of person to hide things so i'll admit you are probably the person that i'm coming to for confirmation that's just me uh, 50% of the time it's confirmation. 50% of the time, of course, I'll go to people if I have a problem that I can't find a solution for or I don't even have choices for solution. That's on the topic of expressing my feelings to my friends and my family. Third question is, do you stay in touch with your exes? Do I stay in touch with my exes? I'd like to be very sincere with you guys and say no not to that extent of like hey we are keeping up whatever have you that's because i respect boundaries i respect i am very uh, i am the type of person who who values boundaries and if a relationship has ended and if a relationship is over i believe that there's reasons why that relationship ended why you are in the past where the, the things that you are doing are in the past where the experiences are in the past where the friends are in the past it's because of a reason and i don't hold grudges and i forgive people however i also know that it's good to keep in mind that boundaries are important so when it comes to exes i'm not the type of person to keep up with my exes i am not the director of keeping up with the kardashians so why would I keep up <laughs> with my exes? Anyway, um, going back, <laughs> going back to what I was saying, I wish everybody the best, and sincerely, I wish every single person I have experienced in life or has experienced me in life the best. But courtesy to Madia, courtesy to Tara Perry, and a quote that I keep hearing often in a clip that goes around every so often, he talks about people being there for a lifetime, some of them, or people being there for a season. And there's people who are meant to be there for a season for a reason. So you shouldn't try to drag people who are there for a season for a lifetime. You get me? But don't make enemies. I honestly don't want to make enemies. And honestly, if you don't like me, that's okay. That's okay. I still love you though. I am praying for you. I pray for everybody who likes me, who don't like me. It's alright. But if you are meant to be in my life for a season, then you remain in the season. If you are meant to be in my life for a lifetime, then you're there for a lifetime. If you are meant to reconnect, God will do his thing i'm not gonna say oh i'll never talk to my exes i'll never talk to people i used to talk to before no because life has taught me oh very dearly and generously and effort with much much effort sometimes even violently that some people 
will come back in your life and you will need people that's why i'm saying don't make enemies because you make enemies then that person does surgery on you what are you going to do what are you going to do yeah you make enemies with your ex and then they turn out to be your surgeon and your heart needs to be operated on what are you going to do what are you going to do tell me tell me your ex is your surgeon and you have become enemies you're on the table lying down with your chest wide open eh brad everything being added to you what are you going to do hey, my brothers and sisters pray for yourselves pray for people and do not make enemies the fourth question do i worry if my partner will leave me if i'm secure in the in a relationship if i feel loved in a relationship if everything is going well we are communicating relationships are not meant to be perfect that's one thing that i have learned the hard way that people are different so you can't be alike and you learn people these are people you have not grown up with these are people who have come into your life circumstantially and you are learning them so you're going to be having personality differences even with your siblings you have personality differences so you learn the people that you're in a relationship with that's a given of course if i am secure if i am happy if i am okay why would i worry you leave me unless you have given me a reason to worry and if i'm starting to get worried trust me i am finding a way out if i have given you a sign i am worrying like oh i never i am worrying and i am in a relationship with you and have brought it up to you i am addressing it i have even looked for solutions i'm not the type of person to be like oh my god i'm worried you leave me and then not be like finding a solution i'm the type of person who i'm like okay this has changed that has changed why has that changed have you noticed it's changed okay why has it changed you give me a reason okay that sounds like a good reason what can i do to help you feel more secure in this relationship so that these patterns that have changed can either go back or we can find new patterns that make me and you feel secure in a relationship that's how i reason if i bring it up to you and it turns out that we are going to half do let me not use that word half rear end everything my brother i am looking for a way out immediately immediately i am calculating when when to leave when if i have brought it up to you multiple times i'm like yeah 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 every single time i'm like yeah let's find and you're there like eh, eh, eh. i give you opportunity i am counting down i have up to ten nine eight and by the time i'm to five and i count down to four by the time I'm getting to three to one, mentally I have left. I'm waiting for one to physically leave. I am currently healing. If I am bringing it up, oh, I'm that type of person. I, I'm not the type of person to stay worrying. And if I am worrying and I am doing things that show that I am worrying and you're seeing the signs that I am worrying, 80% of the time, it's because of the relationship that I am in or this experiencing in the relationship. 
20% is maybe things that I am still trying to heal from in the past relationship that I'll accept. So if I worry, I am worrying or I am fearing worrisome, I'll communicate it so that the person that I am with knows that, hey, maybe there's something I need to correct. Maybe there's something that I need to do. Maybe there's something that I can help you feel more secure in the relationship. That's how I work. And it works both ways. If, I, if the person feels like I'm going to leave, then they tell me and we can fix it together. That's how relationships should be. Does it always work out like that? Is it always perfect like that? No, it's not. Hence why we have exes. Yes. In friendships too. If you're not feeling secure in the friendship and you're here like, oh, are we even friends anymore? And I'm here like, yeah, we are friends. You know the type of friends that I have? I have friends who will go months without even talking. Like if you post online and you're the type of person to keep people updated, chasing, changing your profile pictures, posting on WhatsApp, on Instagram, on whatever. And I can see that. I'm like, oh, they are alive. <laughs> they are alive and well. <laughs> and I'll comment, hi, you look good. Bye. And they also are like the same thing on my pictures or my posts. They're like, hi, you look good. Bye. And then when we meet, we catch up on everything. It's like, oh, it's we've not even been apart. Those are the type, majority of my friends are like that. Now, I have the friends who love me dearly and they would love to talk to me every single day. And there's friends that, honestly, that's the type of relationship we have built with them. We talk to each other every other week, every other day, every week. There's friends like that, but majority of my friends are the friends that we talk every so often. So, yeah. If I feel insecure in any type of relationship, I'll definitely be letting you know. Even if it's not directly, it's in a conversation where we are going to have like, hey, what's happening? By the way, if you're wondering, all these questions and these topics, I researched on psychology.com and, uh, and these questions that I'm reading specifically are through the NPR radio. That's a radio that's available here in the United States. It's educational. It's lovely. They have uh, people who are accredited talking on there. This specific research on attachment style is through two psychologists that are lovely. So if you'd like to see more about that, go ahead and check NPR radio. I even took the test on NPR and I got my results back <laughs> on the type of person that I am in attachment styles is Attachment styles, actually, I have not explained to you guys what attachment styles are. Attachment style is how you inform, how you relate, and how you feel when you are amongst people. This includes how you feel secure, whether you feel anxious, whether you are avoiding things, whether you are doing both three of them whatever have you but specifically the type of person you are the type of personality traits that you present in relationships and attachment style specifically concentrate on those three things security uh, anxiety and avoidance and you can pair them 
if you're that type of person not personally you can test like a person who you know pairs them so you can be somebody who avoids and somebody who feels secure and you can also be somebody who's anxious and uh, is also avoiding you can also be somebody who's avoiding who is secure and also anxious personally after i took the test i was 50 percent anxious makes sense makes so much sense i'm not even going to dive into that but i'm going to read to you guys what it says about people who are anxious i have my laptop in front of me for those of you watching on youtube that's why i'm bending forward here for a person who's anxious you have to be very close to your romantic partner and you have the capacity for great intimacy you often fear, however, that your partner does not wish to be as close as you would like your partner to be. <laughs> if personally I could be put inside the skin of my partner whenever I'm in a relationship, that would be best. If I can be the closest to you, that'd be lovely. Uh, <laughs> I just want to be very very near so this is this is uh, this is me yeah it's not right relationships tend to consume a large part of your emotional energy yes 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 I am that person you tend to be very sensitive to small fluctuations in your partner's mood and action hmm yes and although your senses are often accurate you take your partner's behavior overly personally Mm -hmm. yep as a result you tend to act out and say things you later regret that is not me hence why it's 50 percent i can tell you clearly that by seeing this i can tell you that i attach to my partners i have seen that now and i know that about myself now and through that if their mood is bad and i try to jog up their mood and their mood is not working my mood also goes down because i'm like yo i'm trying to cheer you up let's cheer up together okay we're going to be sad let's be sad together man. <laughs> that's how it works uh my behaviors personally my behavior yes if i am with my partner at the moment however not all not like a hundred percent of my behavior maybe fifty percent and I say that because I am the type of person that I, I am very wild. And I could be caught sometimes doing some uh, misbehaviors, you know, like dancing in public. And some people don't like to see that. But that's just me. I have learned to express myself the way I want to. Now, there's a time and place. So that's why I'm saying all of that do i tend to say things or act out and say things that i regret later no actually i am very cautious on the things that i say before something comes out of my mouth i have thought about it uh, kudos to my mother for that because i'm the type of child who I, I started talking at a very young age so my mother used to always tell me yeah bruh, make sure you think before you talk or did you even think before you said that so in relationship i'm the type of person who actually thinks very closely through things that they are going to say i'll even write things down to make sure that i am saying the right thing this is because i value how you treat me in a relationship so i like emulating how i'd like to be treated so 
if I want to say things that are meaningful and do not hurt and to communicate things properly, I do that. That's the type of person that I am. Please hear that I'm 0% avoidant. But I would like to say that's not true. Because let me read avoidant to you. It says it's very important for you to maintain your independence and self-sufficiency. And you often prefer autonomy to intimate relationships. Even though you do want to be in a relationship, you feel uncomfortable with too much closeness and you tend to keep your partner at arm's length. You don't spend too much time worrying about your romantic relationship or being rejected. You tend not to open up to your partner and often complain that you're emotionally distant. In relationship, you often are on high alert in the sense of control or impediment on your territory and your partner. I honestly think I am not avoidant, but I have some trait of avoidancy. And that some trait of avoidancy is I tend to keep people at arm's length. The very beginning of a relationship, it it takes me a very long time to even start opening up. And the, the pain that I put people through before they get to the boyfriend status or the partner status or whatever, it takes a while. And I think it's worth it. It's who I am. I'm just like, if you cannot... I'm not saying I put them through her like, oh, uh, no. I'm respectful in my way of doing things. However... I am not the type of person we talk two months and then we are dating and then we're in a relationship. No. I think the shortest time that I can say that I even thought of somebody being in a relationship with me would be six months to a year. <laughs> we're just there chilling, talking. <laughs> I'm not ashamed. Why would I be ashamed? So I don't think it's avoidance, but there's a trait of like i keep people at arm's length because i'm like let, let me see how long you can go before you you feel like you can move on to the next one now how serious are you huh? how serious are you to wanting me so that that's that's that secure it says 80 percent, and i would like to thank the lord for that because it is true and this is what it says about secure it says, being warm, loving in relationship comes naturally to you. Yes. You enjoy being intimate without becoming overly worried about your partner's relationships. Yes. You take things in stride when it comes times to romance and don't get easily upset over relationship matters. Indeed. Now, let's tackle those three things first. Warming and loving. Yes. As I was saying earlier, if I could be in my partner's skin or just very close to them, I would be. I am the type of person who loves smotheringly. Like, I love it to the extent where, like, you're feeling like, yeah, I am loved. I believe you. I believe you. I believe you love me. I believe it. I have not found one person who I have told that I love, that they are questioning whether I love them. In the times that I am showing them that I love them. I am also a gift giver. Oh, we'll come to that topic another time. Um, my, uh, what is it? My, I don't remember what it's called. Is it how I show love? There's a specific name for it. 
but it's it's running away from me right now i know some of you if you know what i'm talking about comment it down below but how i show love is through gift giving through um ah acts of service through gift giving i still don't remember what those type of things are called but it's a way to show love but that's how i do it so yes i am very warm and loving in a relationship if i do say so myself uh i don't become overly worried in relationship that's true if i'm secure if i'm happy you can go even to a different country i'll be like okay you can go go whatever you want if you want to go with your friends go with your friends female males whatever you want but the moment you show me you cannot be trusted it's over it's over it's over yeah the moment you show me you cannot be trusted is oh there's not even discussion why and if there's discussion honestly maybe it's because i'm lost or my brain is not working properly at that time and i am solely blinded by love but once i come to my senses i am auri in the process of me not being my senses i am also auri but physically i'll be auri sooner than later a big thing for me is trust if trust is already broken for me it's not that you can't get it back, but if the relationship is in, we're not married, and then the trust is already broken. We're not, we are not married, and the trust is already broken. No, 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 no. Out. Nyabra is mentally, has mentally checked out already. You should check with me. And if we're not doing, if we're not even trying therapy or anything like that to help the relationship, I am out. I am, I am, oh, I don't even know how to tell you how out I am. There is no, outside is not even out. <laughs> I mean out in Mars. I mean out in Jupiter. I mean, I have taken a rocket ship. Me and Elon Musk have departed. <laughs> I've departed the premises. We have gone. We have left. We are no longer here. That's how out I am. <laughs> and I am out. That's really me. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> let me continue uh you effectively communicate your needs and feelings to your partner and are also strong at reading your partner's emotional cues and responding to them yes 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 i'm very observant and i think that's why i also want to become and i am capable of becoming a psychologist is because i observe people and i learn cues and i learn people's trends so i can tell when somebody is off i can tell when they are acting out of themselves i may not say it i may not uh, physically respond to it or mentally or uh, verbally express that i can sense your cues are off but i will i know i know when the cues are off that's the type of person that i am basically it's been there it's always been there you share your success, your problems with your partner and are able to be there for your partner in times of needs. Yes, 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 yes. Um, funny joke. For <laughs> I saw somebody say, oh, um, I like broke people because <laughs> that's what I'm attracted to. I like broke guys. Uh, that's not what I'm particularly saying, but I'm saying if you are experiencing a hardship, a financial hardship, but you are evidently trying to work through it, I'm not the type of person who judges and like, oh, wow, you're broke. Goodbye. Oh, wow. Hey, this 
how much you're making an hour? What? It could never be me. I'm looking for a billionaire. Yeah, 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 yeah. You must be making more than me. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm the type of person who motivates. If we're in a relationship together, I will motivate you to work harder. And I question uh, your progress. And I try to find things that we can progress together through. So that's say I've started a savings account and I am looking for a goal for however much money. I'll also tell you, hey, I have this idea, savings account. You want to do something like holding each other accountable. That's the type of person that I am. If I'm starting to go to the gym, hey, I'm starting to go to the gym. Um, do you want to go to the gym too? And we can motivate each other going to the gym. Or I'm exercising. Do you want to be doing like, oh, let's hold each other. I want to be doing five push-ups. You want to be doing 20. I'll hold you accountable to yours. Not like, did you do them? I mean like, <laughs> I mean like motivating the person that I'm in a relationship with. That's just who I am. So this perfectly describes me. This other one says, even though you have secure attachments, it's likely that you have or will have relationships with people with other attachment style. Oh, Jesus. It's like I am attracted to the complete opposite of who I am. And sometimes I ask myself, I'm like, how? 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 How do I? I think, no. Let me, let me tell you what happens when you figure out that you are actually attracting people with opposite attachment style. It's because of similarities first of all i have noticed that people when they begin a relationship personally i let me say i i have not done research on this i can only speak from my experience personally have noticed whenever i begin a relationship i tend to see a trend where the person is looking a lot like me they're acting like me we think alike uh we're acting alike we have the same interest and i'm like wow wow i have found another year bro it's so easy to be dating in this life well, i have found another me but alas let the relationship continue let it continue no give it some time to continue it will come as a shock it comes as a shock to me every single time look at this look at this a completely different could hey, night and day night and day yeah that's what i have come to realize so this one is also very right However, if this habit of people, because I do it too, you know, I used to be that type of girl who's like, when a guy says, <laughs> let me give you a second to laugh at myself, when a guy says, oh, I like songs by Frank Sinatra, I have never heard of Frank Sinatra, who's Frank Sinatra, who's that? And they start singing a song, they're like, I'm like, wow, I'll go on Google, I'll go on YouTube. <laughs> I'll search, I'll learn. And, but that's a toxic trait right there. Let me tell you guys. Don't ever try to change. Of course, go and research. Be like, oh, I have never heard of that person, but I'm going to look them up or send me a song. That's what I have learned to do. I don't have to love everything you love or know everything you know in order for you to like me. My friend, if you can't like me the way I am right now, or can't like the things, maybe the things that I know right now, walk let the lord show you the door and may you open that door and walk thank you there's no reason for me to be trying to change myself just so that you can like me nah -uh. nah so 
guys those are attachment style today first segment of leveraging our exes so what did we learn today on leveraging our exes first of all learn our attachment style that's number one two learning who we are so that we can stop trying to change ourselves for the sake of the people we are in a relationship with three by knowing what you like by knowing who you are by understanding and fully being secure in yourself also uh, and even knowing what you don't like and how what you you're not good at allows you to be a very strong person in a relationship therefore you're doing better and we keep coming back to the same thing same theme same topic which is learn you understand you that's how you're going to leverage your exes and by leveraging i mean winning over you know succeeding over not because you want to do better than your past experiences or the past people you've been with but you want to do better than what you are currently doing today all right measure your success with things that you have learned and things that you know about yourself now that concludes our episode two of the Chira Inc. podcast. It's been lovely being in your company on today's Shower Song of the Week. By the way, guys, if you'd like to give us a song of the week, comment down below on our YouTube channel and we are going to be picking a song of the week from there. Today's song of the week is by Jason Mars. I love Jason Mars. If you guys are not catching a trend, I love these songs. And it's I won't give up. The song goes, Well, I won't give up on us, even if the skies get rough. I'm giving you all my love. I'm still looking up. I'm still looking up. And that, guys, as always, I am not a singer. But I will sing. I was your host, Nyambura Ani and Nyambura. I will see you on episode three of the Chira Inc. podcast. Thank you for joining me again today. Mm -hmm.